there's no excuse. Look at what you, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? What resources do you have? What resources can you use? And that's period. What can you do? Not what don't you have. What can't you do? It's what can you do? What do you have? You know what I mean? Hi, welcome back to the Quality Cup Life Podcast. My name is Imani, and here we talk about how to live a better quality of life for young adults, how to make your own decisions, and how to create the life that you want to live instead of letting other people tell you how to live. So thank you so much for listening, and let's get into the show. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Quality Cup Life podcast. And I've been kind of thinking about this a lot lately. It's been kind of on my spirit a lot lately. And probably for like the last year or two. And it has really been evident lately. And I've seen examples of other people in my life, including myself, in ways where we take advantage of this and other ways where we don't. And I say we, and I mean we. I am not uh, trying to harp on y'all. I think we all do this at some point to some extent, and I just think we can do this better. Not just as young adults, but at any age range, we could do a lot better. And so what I'm talking about today is using what you have or the resources that you have access to. Especially um, when you... I would, well, you know, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to say that I would hope at some point in your life, or hopefully the earlier the better, you become aware of your mission that's bigger than yourself. Or at some point, hopefully you develop some type of mission or um, value or goal or whatever that's bigger than yourself. And so, and, um... And you can have missions and then like little goals of things that you want to do in between or something like that. Or you you know what? We could have several. Several. And sometimes I've seen people use excuses well, for why they can't do certain things. And they say, well, because I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't know this. I don't know that. I don't know these people who blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it's really unfortunate. And I, have, I myself have done that. And, um, and there have been some ways that I really broke out of that and had made, had been successful, like at it for myself, not necessarily successful in like the eyes of what other people see success, but like my definite success or what I wanted to accomplish. Basically what I wanted to accomplish, I accomplished it. I, I did it in the end. I executed on it is what I mean. And And so, and then there's been other situations where I've crouched down and I've hid because I'm like, okay, I don't have that or I don't know this or whatever. And the thing is, it's just like, well, what do you have? What do you have? And, and honestly, if you, if you ever, if you read the Bible, like there's a ton of, well, I don't know about a ton, but. I know there's examples in there as well where people didn't have, maybe they didn't have the strength or the height or the, or the knowledge or the, the ability to speak or whatever, maybe as somebody else may have, but 
they still got the gold done anyway, and that's because they used they have what they had. And for example, David, David was a lot small. Well, you know, everybody knows the David and Goliath story where David, he was small. He was pretty much a kid and Goliath was a whole grown man. And my man was like, what, seven feet tall or whatever. He wasn't like a giant, like, you know, fairy tale giant. He was like just really, really tall, like Manute Bowl, probably tall. If y'all know who Manute Bowl is or was and uh, R.I.P. <laughs> and, um... And what he didn't have was the, the he couldn't use Saul's, Saul put on his armor. He was like, kid, you're going to need some armor. I'm going to put my armor on you. And David, it was too too heavy for David. David was a, a little guy. So what did he have? He had some uh, slingshot and some, um what is it, some pebbles. And, you know, when I was a kid or whatever, I was like, well, that don't make no sense. Like some pebbles and a slingshot, like I don't get that. But when you get older and you think about it, if um, it wasn't just some pebbles, he had like stones. It wasn't pebbles, it was stones. And if you think about it, if you get a rock that gets flung in the middle of your forehead. So what my guess is that the stone that he had, it cracked his skull like right in the middle of his forehead. And that's how he he died, which makes more sense to me. But anywho, that's getting off the topic. But he used what he had. Okay, yeah, he was small, but he didn't look at himself as small like everybody else did. What other people's perception of him didn't matter because David had a mission that was to um, make the name of the Lord's, the name of the Lord great. And you're not about to come over here and disrespect none of us or the Lord like that. So I'm coming to get you. And that was David's whole thing. And so he got the job done anyway. And um, and um, it's, it's just crazy to me because a lot of people say, oh, um, I don't have time. I don't have this, I don't have that, like, okay, for example, for example, I, maybe, like, a couple months ago, I think in July, July, um, I wanted to do something for the recent cadre college graduates at my church, right, and because I saw when they were getting recognized and stuff, I saw something that was missing, and that thing that was missing was giving those, um, giving those students wisdom and guidance on for the next step and just kind of encouraging them you know how it really helps if somebody else gives you game on something that you would have never maybe would have never thought about or would have not known what to do about that because I know when I went to college there were certain things that I didn't know and nobody told me and I wish I would have known you know so I think as a it's it's our responsibility once we learn something to pass it on especially when you notice that it's a need and so but I had never um, spoken in front of people like that. I've never taught a class. I've never been in a leadership role. None of that. So I was like, how the heck am I going to do that? And um, I was like, where am I going to, how am I going to get them to come? Like, what kind of, I mean, I don't, I was like, I don't know where I could do that. I don't know how they would want to come, all those things. And so I almost backed down. But then I had to remind myself, look, Imani, if you couldn't do it, you would have never saw what you could do about it in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so a couple years ago, if y'all know who Eric Thomas is, I was in his program, the Breed University program. It was like the lowest level. And, and um, in one of the modules, my man was talking about if you see a problem, that means you have the solution to it. Because if you don't have the solution, then you, you don't, most people don't notice a problem 
because they don't have the solution or if you don't or if you see a problem and you don't have the the automatic solution that means you have the ability to develop the solution if that makes sense and um I remembered that and I was just like okay if I notice this is a this is something that's needed that must mean I have the solution that must mean um that the Lord wanted me to do this for not just for those students but for myself as well and at times I was like, I don't really, this is super uncomfortable for me because I'm just used to kind of being background and whatnot. And in almost everything, I'm just used to being background. And so I just used what I had. I had, I, I was cool, sort of like, I have a relationship with a pastor and I was like, hey, like, can I use the bottom of the church? Is it cool if I use that? And, um, and he was like, yeah, I bet, you know, yeah, I got it you let me know what you need, blah, 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 blah. And I wasn't expecting that because um, I was prepared to, or I was preparing to do it with or without the, the building. Like, you know what I'm saying? If he would, if he would have been like, nah, I would have been, I would have met them someplace that was like a Starbucks or whatever. Like I was willing, I was prepared to find a way to do it because I knew it was needed. And, and so, yeah, it's just a matter of doing using what you have or willing to ask for for what you need and I don't mean like uh, and I know some people can take that and run with that and go to people every time they think they need something instead of using your own resources first that's one and two and instead of and um not being a taker because some people are just takers and they always got the hand out and they always trying to get people to help me with this do this for me hey you do this for me but my my if you're going to do something and you and you would like help or something or you'd like a resource that somebody else has do your best to make it as low risk for this other person or whoever else you're trying to involve either make it low well not either make it low risk and also make it so that there's some way that this other person can can win from this thing as well you don't want to just drain all this other person's resources and they can't get nothing back from it you know what i'm saying at least do something that would maybe see if you could they could get a little bit back from a kickback from if that makes sense so so um so for the example i was using the thing i did at the church although i did it and i asked for the resources and stuff the church still got a little bit of a kickback because the church, it made the church look like they actually cared about, no shade, but it made the church look like they actually cared about their young, um, their younger college age, you know, young adults. It made them look like, oh, they do care about us. Oh, they did think about us. You know what I mean? They do think about us. And it got, that gave them a kickback. And I don't mean money kickback, but just, <laughs> but just knowing that, oh, they actually do care about us. And, um, because sometimes it's not always about a money kickback. It's just about can this can this be beneficial for somebody else or how can I? Or for another example, sometimes I do photo shoots and sometimes I need an assistant. And so anytime I have an assistant help me, whether it's to help me hold something or um, actually physically help me during the shoot to grab something from the from the model or whatever, 
I try to make sure I give them at least a little bit of, uh, at least some money, I ha- you know, for, for assisting me. Or I try to do something for them. I, I You know what I mean? Sometimes I get a family member or a cousin or something. I'd be like, you help me. I got you on some food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I, I got this amount of money for you if you help me. Or, you know what? If you do this for me, I'll, I'll take care of you. We're going to go here, and I'm going to make sure you straight. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of just always expecting people to do something for you and not doing anything in return. And I've said this again. I mean, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's not about... It isn't about um, equal giving. Like, I give you $5. You got to give me $5 back. It's like equal sacrifice. You know what I mean? Do what you can do for somebody else. And... And then I'll give you a separate example where it's not about necessarily giving somebody else something back, but it's about, you know, being willing to ask for what you want. So when, let's say, for example, when I was in college and I knew I needed help on something and I knew I couldn't do it without the help of the professor, I was I was going to ask you, you know what I mean? I was, you was going to see my face show up at your office hours. I was not playing about me or my grades. I didn't care nothing about, I mean, I was, of course, I was very, um, I'm just naturally a very um, empathetic and compassionate person. So I try to be gentle about other, and be aware of what other people are going through. But at the same time, I was like, yo, I need help on this. I'm coming to y'all, your office. I'm, I'm, you're going to see my email <laughs> in your inbox. Like, you, you're going to see me and hear from me. You know what I mean? And so I was willing to go ask for help. Period. I was willing to go ask for help. And now it wasn't just from the professors. It was other students that were doing well in the class. If y'all saw that you were doing well, I'm going to ask you for help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially in uh, in an area that I wasn't strong in, I would be cool. I would become cool with different people in my class, and you know, people are more willing to be cool with you and to help you out if they know you're just a genuinely kind person, and they know you're not just trying to um, use them. And you actually say, "I, oh, you know what? I thank you so much. You're awesome. You know what I mean? Just just being very kind and genuine." And that's the thing, like, the more, it's not going to guarantee you that people are going to be more willing to help you, but that'll very much so help your, your odds, I'll say that. But just, but yeah, just don't be afraid to use what you have. Always look for, okay, I know the first thought sometimes can come up when something is scary or it's, um, or it's not something you're used to or something you've never done. The first thought is, oh, I can't do that because of this, this, and this, and that excuse. But I need, I'm going to need you, I'm going to need you to next time say, okay, if I, if I could do this, how, how, with what I had, how could I do, how could I get this done? And when you just start to just slightly entertain the thought of, okay, if I could do this, how could I get it done? You can start the floodgates opening your mind, the, the blocking your mind will be released and you, the possible ways for you to get it done the floodgates will open and then once the floodgates open i need you to go get you a pencil or a pen or if it's your phone i need you to write it down or type it in what you come up with and i need you to execute on those things that will best work out for you in your favor that's it that's all you need to do it's real simple it's real simple but i seriously need you 
I need y'all to use what you have, the resources that you have. And I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to say it's a blessing when we have more resources, but sometimes it can also be a, a curse because we get so used to the things that we have that sometimes we can overlook them and take and and undervalue it, I'll say that, and not take advantage of what we do have. And I'll say, for instance, the internet, man, you can find any and every freaking thing on the internet these days. And, and, um, and even places like the library, the local library, your school library, there's so much information. Dog, there's so much information, but people... People use excuses why they can't do this and that or why they don't know this and that. And you have a library right there. But you're so used to it being there. You're so used to having access to to whatever this great resource is. You don't even value it anymore. Whereas you get somebody who's from another um, country or another um, maybe economic status and they're not used to having these resources around them. So when they get to another level, they may see it and they're like, wow, you have this? I'm going to go take advantage of this. Whereas people who are kind of more um, used to the, the the privilege of certain resources, they just kind of sometimes, over, unfortunately, overlook them. And they don't make the best out of it. And we've got to do better. And we, we have got to, to kind of... Um, get new eyes on the resources that are around us and that's myself included we have got to do better at that not just and I mean resources I mean time I mean people I mean money I mean um, libraries I mean the internet I mean the stores I mean just if you're like if your goal is to lose a certain amount of weight or be healthier in a certain not just weight because weight doesn't equal health but if you're working if you're targeting something on health there's no excuse look at what you what can you do what can you do what can you do what resources do you have what resources can you use and that's period what can you do not what don't you have what can't you do it's what can you do what do you have you know what i mean what do you have access to and um yeah, so we got to start exhausting those resources. Not people. Not, do not exhaust on people's resources, on other people. But I mean just the resources that you have, I need you to go and use them. And that's all I got for you today. So hopefully, um, <laughs> hopefully that was helpful. And I hope you guys get to take that and run with it and use what you have to the best of your ability. And I thank you so much for watching and listening. If there's anything in this that I have said that has been very helpful or you got some other feedback for me, feel free to, if you're watching on YouTube, comment it in the comment section. Or you can, if you're just listening in the in podcast land, feel free to email it at qualitycuplife.com. I mean, I'm sorry, not that. My bad. <laughs> qualitycuplife at gmail.com. My bad. And um, also, don't forget, we have a a Monday group accountability call with more topics like this every Monday from six to six thirty to seven. And then also, if you would like to just if you want to just get up with me and chat with me, I have a free thirty minute coaching call 
You can go to qualitycuplife.com, sign up. I would love to talk with you, especially if you have a very um, strong goal for something and you want to really reach, like if you really have the um, have the audacity, <laughs> if, I, if I want to use that word, to to want to go after that and you're looking for somebody that that can help you along the way, I mean, people don't go to the Olympics with no trainer, with no coach. A lot of people who look very well physically, physically, they get a personal trainer. Sometimes you need a trainer for your mind. You need a coach for your mind. So if you're you're interested in that, go to qualitycuplife.com. Anyway, other than that, I thank you so much for watching and listening. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.